0: Welcome to the dad ass podcast, the subpar mediocre at best podcast about being a new dad. Hey, hey, and welcome to the dad ass podcast, the completely unscripted, unconventional podcast, just trying to figure out this whole parenting and adulting thing. And on this one, I just have to say, we have our beautiful wives, and I'm so darn excited. I know that Sean is excited, but before we get to that, I'm Matt, the self-proclaimed dad-ass, with the one, the only, the beautiful, scruffy-faced Sean, aka dude, the family resident counselor. How are you doing today, sir?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Ooh, a little loud. I'm good. Um, Back at work full-time, so that's nice. Um, You said scruffy. And I appreciate it because right now I feel like I look like like a fourteen year old boy trying to grow a beard because um, it's all like fine wispy. But on the plus side, my eyebrows are starting to come back, so that's kind of exciting. So hey,
0: you got to celebrate celebrate the little victories, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm.
0: think you're looking great. On the t- well, thank you. On the topic, though, of great, I'm I'm actually kind of nervous. I'm sweaty-palmed here with with my beautiful wife, Heather, next to me. Your beautiful wife that I can see through, through the uh, computer screen, through Zoom, uh, sitting across from you. A uh, little nervous for this one. Excited, but a little nervous.
1: Yeah. Also, as I sit here right now, I think it's fair to say that it's very obvious that both you and I did what we call marrying up. We did. We did. Yeah. We
0: outkicked her coverage as yeah. some have said.
1: For sure. For sure. So, you know, I'm appreciative of that. I'm still not entirely certain what she sees or doesn't see in me, but it's fine. I'm here. So, you know,
0: I'm not going to bypass the um the mom jokes, the 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 dad jokes or the the cocktail, but my first question actually was going to kick off the episode of what do you see in that man? We'll, we'll, we'll wait for that before before we get into that. Just just because we have our wives on this this special Valentine's week uh, episode, we're, we're, we we have to start with a joke.
1: Yeah. So um, which so, one is going to go first?
0: Let's let's start with Kimberly. I know she's she's been itching to uh, give. Her- <laughs>
1: I swear to you, if you tell the 50-cent joke, I swear (laughs) to you.
2: No, I really went back and forth between that and the, um, you know, nacho cheese joke, because I used to tell that at middle school, lunch duty. Um, But no, this one is in honor of how stinking cold out it is today. Um, So how does a penguin build its house?
1: How does a penguin dig it together?
0: (laughs) No uh, <laughs> I I had igloo in my wow. mind. I was just like, oh, how's it go? Igloo's it together. It, is, is that it? <laughs> Mm-hmm. that's it that's I, all i got
1: i i say every time if i can figure out the punchline i 100 will ruin it <laughs> I, and now you know that i play fair by the end like no special treatment here just,
0: just because it's your 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 closest ally your confidant your your wife you're still gonna do it you're gonna be mm-hmm. like a wrecking ball
1: no i'm true to myself
0: witnessing fact, right
1: now i'm gunning for you heather
3: Well, mine's not a like an answerable joke. It's more of just a I talk it out. So you really probably won't come up with this one. Oh, okay. But are you ready? So Matt and I have been talking and we were thinking about moving to Moscow, but the more we thought about it, that would be Russian things.
1: I see what you like did that. there.
3: <laughs> I I have to give a quick shout out to my coworker, Daryl. He is the master of the dad jokes. And so I ran that by him and he approved.
1: This so was Daryl approved.
3: Daryl approved.
1: Okay. Well, um, does Daryl work close to you?
3: Like uh, physically
1: he, nearby? He's the, next,
3: he's the next cube over.
1: Oh, okay. So, I mean, since you're an avid listener, it's fair to say that Daryl's an avid listener <laughs> or are you, are you headphone listening?
3: Like, I I AirPod listen, but I tell Daryl when I'm listening so that he doesn't just talk to me over the cube and assume that yeah.
0: I'm alert.
1: I got you. I got yeah. You. Well, thanks, Daryl. Appreciate <laughs> it.
0: Daryl Daryl would be a good one if we just did an episode on all dad jokes.
1: Like forty minutes straight of just, just straight
0: because he could just poof, 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 just Fire right up. off.
1: Maybe we can, maybe we'll, we'll put it in the suggestion pot.
0: <laughs> I, speaking though of joke, this, this cocktail that you, you came up with is no joke. It's delightful. So, so
1: would you, I, would
0: you mix up for us?
1: So as you know, I um, have been exploring rum a little bit more. Um, and I got a tiki, um, a tiki drink um, book. And so I've been playing around with some stuff and what we're having this evening, I'm going to call the book that it comes, that I've been looking at is called smuggler's Cove, which also happens to be a, a famous, um, tiki bar. It's a, a, it's a place you can visit. Um, in California, right? Yeah. San Francisco. Um, so I was thinking, well, I should try and make Kimberly said yesterday, like, Oh, maybe, I'll, maybe we can have a tiki drink tomorrow um while we're recording sorry the dogs are being weird um so in honor of the book and of our lovely wives i've decided to call this lover's cove
3: oh
1: isn't that good um, so it's actually a um mixture of two different rums and um there's about two ounces um of rum in there oh one and one and then about a half ounce of passion fruit liqueur a quarter ounce of um simple syrup and then some tiki bitters that's it's it
3: very good very good oh
1: and pineapple juice about an ounce mm. of pineapple juice
0: which which really you you really smell the pineapple at first mm-hmm. but yeah. you don't necessarily taste pineapple it just tastes like you're at the bahamas
1: yeah well kimberly and i were talking um you know i i'm i've steered clear of rum for quite some time now um in part because i think when you're in college that's like you know
2: but it's gross rum it's parrot yeah. bay mm-hmm. flavored
1: c- cruising a cruzan yeah it's not good stuff so we've been um collecting some nicer rums um yeah so these are one of them's 12 a 12 year old um drum mm. and the other one i don't remember how long it, it's been aged but yeah so we're expanding our our palate if you will so well
0: when when you said tiki drink uh i had chumba wumba come in my mind so yeah. all i can hear now is like a whiskey drink a tiki drink a vodka drink you yeah. yeah, so, know down yeah <laughs> This this would knock you down. Did you say there's a total of four ounces of rum? Two mm-hmm. ounces of, of two two separate?
1: No, it's two total ounces. It two per- total, okay.
2: But tiki drinks will knock you on your butt because every time Sean makes one, then we make a second one and then after the second one I Yeah I mean two cocktails and I'm I'm good.
1: I mean the the this is sweet enough that you could drink it and really not you'd drink three of them and then you'd be like, Oh wow, I can't feel my face. So
0: Well, it is absolutely delightful and it is a very appropriately named cocktail um, by the one and only uh, the dude for uh, having our wives on this episode. So thank you. Yeah. So virtual cheers. 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 To the only love
1: we may get this evening.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So. Kimberly, I'm going to just jump right into it. I I actually have a list of about 32 questions.
2: 32 questions. How long is this episode?
0: <laughs> no, I actually only have two because I f- I figure these are two good starters, but also because I know that that Sean has questions for for Heather. And so here's how I wanted to to start these these questions because this is really this will be our 34th episode. And the first one that we have had either of you on here, and we we in particular were waiting for Valentine's Day uh, week. And so here's my question for you. When you no, first
2: why am I sweating? <laughs> oh, I'm See, sweating too. I was sweating oh.
0: during the intro with with her next to me. I was I like, am. oh man. Um, when you first met Sean. Mm -hmm. When he first caught your eye, stole your heart, insert whatever rom-com tagline you want.
2: We have a pretty good rom-com story though.
0: You do have a really good one. Tell us that story, but then what caught your eye?
2: (laughs) That's such a great question. Um, We met at a wedding. Mm -hmm. He was a photographer. I was the bridesmaid, one of the bridesmaids. And he was recently ish single mm-hmm. six months ish mm-hmm. mm-hmm. single and the bride knew that because they were friends well
1: kind of he was
2: kind of friends with the groom kind of friends with the bride um
1: you went to college with the bride
2: I went to college with the bride and i knew he was recently single and he was taking pictures and i thought oh that's a cute guy and he's single and you know we're going to spend it was a morning wedding also i should point out um so yeah, we met at a wedding, and I picked him up.
1: This is also very true because I was a professional.
2: Uh huh. He was a professional. He was working, and I was a tipsy bridesmaid, and I told the mm. group he could give him my number. But then I, um, I texted you first. Mm-hmm. Oh, strong move! Look at that. Yeah, before I lost my liquid courage, is, I think what I said.
1: Yeah, she said. This is Kimberly, the bridesmaid from the wedding. I'm texting you now. Literally, this is what the text read as before I lose my liquid courage. Mm
2: -hmm. I love that. Aw. We got together later that night.
1: Best part about this was as I was leaving, there was a group of bridesmaids standing there. And I told the groom, uh, again, actually legitimately trying to be professional and not like, you know, the skeezy photographer hitting on. Whatever, I, I actually pointed to Kimberly and I said, I wouldn't be upset if you passed my information along to that bridesmaid. But when I pointed, there was about three uh, women, young women standing. And he didn't
2: know my name or who I, I was know, or anything.
1: Yeah. And that so then she texted me and full disclosure...
2: He didn't know who I was. I
1: had no idea of <laughs> the three which one I was actually talking to. Oh,
2: my gosh. Well, he knew He knew which one. He, he knew it was me that he wanted to have yeah, my number.
0: It, I knew yeah. it twice. But,
2: but he, he didn't know because we interacted a couple of times throughout the night. Yeah, we um, sure did. But we never exchanged names or information or anything. We just flirted and talked and... And then when I texted him, he told me a couple of days later. Full disclosure: I was hoping when you showed up that night that you were you and not one of the other bridesmaids.
1: The other one of the other bridesmaids was like, I swear, Super she was young. like seventeen years old, and I was like, I don't need that
0: mess in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this could be next. Combat. This could be like next spring's hallmark like mm-hmm. uh, opener.
2: If they steal our storyline because they hear it on this podcast, I'm going to be angry.
0: Yeah. We'll
3: write it. We, we've been dying to write a Hallmark
0: movie. Can we write So we'll the write
1: yours.
3: You can write this story.
2: Perfect. I like it.
1: Do you know I would, the First thing that Kimberly said to me was,
3: please
2: don't make me tell this on.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought it was going to be, please don't call me.
2: I <laughs> don't, no, please don't make me say this. <laughs> so the wedding. I helped with the dessert bar. So there were lots of desserts and I helped with them. And Sean was taking a break and picked up a cream puff. And I walked up to him in my bridesmaids dress and said. In
1: all her swagger. In all
2: my swagger. And I said, you know, I stuffed those, right? (laughs) Like, As
1: I'm holding it.
2: I, I don't know what that means. Like, what does that mean? You know, I stuffed those, right? I don't know what that means or why I said it.
1: So then I just turned.
2: And I just walked away.
1: I, before I could even say anything to her, her face turned bright red. And
2: I walked away. And she
1: just turned around and walked away said, and left. I said so nothing I was else. standing there holding a cream puff being like, I don't really know what to make of what just happened. But something happened. When
3: did you eat the cream puff and was it good? I need to know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't remember it being particularly amazing, but rude. I don't remember it being terrible either, but it was enough of a memory that um, we did not have a um, traditional wedding cake. Actually,
2: we had a uh, <gasps> puff tower. we had a
1: croquembouche, a, a cream
0: puff tower.
3: Mm-hmm. That's adorable. That's
2: a
1: great That's, story. That
3: is a great story. Okay, start jotting this down for our Hallmark
0: movie. <laughs> we don't have to. It's being recorded. True. Yeah, this is this so, is great. Oh, I can't wait to write your lines, Sean. Oh, thank you.
1: <laughs> um, I I want to be played by um the guy who always uh, who used to be um in Mean Girls. Aaron oh,
3: Harris. love him, Jonathan, Jonathan Bennett. Bennett. Yeah, yeah.
1: He went to Otterbein, so there's there's a chance. Okay, I'm thinking Lacey Chambray For is that
3: how you Chambray? say her last name? No, it's Chabert.
2: Chabert. There, Chabert. there
1: whatever. we go. <laughs>
3: The Listen. Anytime Lacey's in a film, we immediately record it. It's a it's a no brainer that we have to watch a Lacey Chabert movie.
0: I, I actually think the Mean Girls brand has made it illegal for them to be in a Hallmark movie as the couple, because too many people will be like, Gretchen doesn't end up with yeah. Aaron Samuels. With Aaron Samuels. That just can't happen.
1: I'm just wondering if um, Lacey's hair really does hold secrets.
0: Oh, that's a good
3: reference right there. By the way, points to you, sir.
1: Thank you. Also, gosh. it's Wednesday. Did you wear pink?
3: No. You oh, kind of have Pink. I have a pink uh, watch band. Does that? Oh, my, my
2: watch name? band is pink too. Oh, good. Twins.
0: Cool. <laughs> oh gosh. He doesn't care about our watch. Sean, band. your turn. <laughs> my turn. All right.
3: <laughs> I'm nervous.
1: So, um, we all have like things. You know, like, here's a perfect example of myself. Um, When Kimberly and I started dating, I was like, um, let's... I actually sat her down and said, um, let's skip the whole part where you pretend to be your best self and I pretend to be my best self. And then before we know it, it's like two years down the road and then you're like, I can't keep this routine up anymore anymore. And it turns out that like, you know, this is actually who I am. And then so I was like, you know,
2: Sean's thing is that he leaves his clothes
1: everywhere. Yeah. I Aww. I come home. I take my pants off. I take, everywhere. You know, like, yeah, I put on some sweats and wherever I happen to be like changing, that's just like what happens. And I told her from the beginning, literally, like, this is me. This is who I am. I also don't always do the dishes right away, like all these sorts of things. So I'm curious. Um what did you have to learn to love about living with Matt?
3: This is a great question because we did not <laughs> I think I know. We one. did not live together before we got married. So, know. you know, we get home from the honeymoon, my stuff has moved in, we're living together. Um the things I'm going to say are very trivial. But this guy never opens his mail. He just (laughs) leaves it on the counter (laughs) for days. And like, side note, I love the mail. Like I have this like, Spidey sense of when the mail truck is in our neighborhood because I just really <laughs> love the mail. So this is a shameless plug she, for anybody listening. Like, like send me mail
0: that sticks their head out of like a hole in the ground because they hear something. Yeah, she's like mailman, he's a quarter mile away. I got to go get outside. I got to put my shoes on.
3: So I, I do not understand how he can bring in the mail and just leave it on the counter. But that goes into my other thing where if. The counter is clean. It, it. I am a happy Heather. So, I. That was another thing where, like, I mean, I'm culprit of it sometimes too. But he would just leave things, pile them up on the island or whatever, and I would. Just want that cleaned up and then also want the mail opened. I finally just told them the other day. And how long have we been married? 57 years, as you say.
0: Feels like
3: it. Um, I finally told them the other day. I said, I don't care what what the mail like what your name is on anymore. I'm just opening it for you because I handle the bill paying for the most part. So I might as well just open your mail.
0: So, two two clarifications. First and foremost, I just compared I like my beautiful,
3: rebuttal here.
0: My my beautiful wife to a groundhog. Yeah, you did. So I want you to think of the <laughs> cutest the cutest little nature animal thing that just pick, pokes its head out. You know, like I, I don't I was, know. Yeah, what, I
1: was gonna go with prairie dog, but that <laughs> has its own sort of references there. So yeah, usually
0: when prairie dogs are poking out, it's not yeah, a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> So imagine whatever cute little, I don't know, she's so beautiful and one of a kind, a unicorn sticking its head out of, you know, she's like, oh, the mailman is coming. I mean, it, it could be a monsoon outside. I don't dare go get the mail because I know she's waited most of the ride home. It's true. To go check the mail. Yeah. Um. So that's that's the one clarification. The second clarification is she answers all the big mail. So I, I we made like one donation a year for the last two years to the national parks uh, because we haven't been able to go. So I I like to donate to causes that I can't, you know, support in other ways. And every week I have some sort of wildlife something sent. So I just kind of let that stuff pile up.
3: And don't you think the national park foundation would be a little more careful with how much mail they send like
0: paper? Like, it's like
3: once it's once, once a week. week. It's once a week.
2: There's got to be an electronic option there. Like we need to look into that. Yeah, if- they're,
0: they're asking for all these different things, and then because you support the national parks, then you get you know just a huge list of other people that are you know nature uh, preserves and um, natural resources and things. So it's just like oh my gosh, I just wanted to help the parks because I can't go to the parks. So I do let those those.
3: But if we up. look into the electronic option, then I don't get as much mail.
0: So, I mean, really, this is a dilemma. <laughs> she she gets excited. Like, she loves cutting it open. So, I'm kind of like, I'm doing you a favor. I'm letting it like gifts under a Christmas tree build up. So, then you can just slice it open, see what comes. I and we get little you. mailing labels sometimes. i uh,
1: start sending you nonsense. Please.
0: <laughs> honestly, though, I would, like, today,
3: no, no, no. I, I'm sorry for going on a mail kick for 10 minutes, but <laughs> Today, we got no mail, and I was super disappointed. I asked him three times. I said, are you sure the mailman didn't leave an email? And we had mail in our mailbox to be picked up. So he came through, but we did not receive any. So please, to anybody listening, send me anything. I I enjoy the mail.
1: (laughs) I feel like I learned more about you than I did Matt through this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So uh, uh, talking about one, one of my uh, quirks that kind of um, challenges Heather with, with me, it kind of tees up actually the second question that I had uh, saved to ask you, Kimberly. Uh, your husband is one of the most unique, cultured. Uh, individuals that I know and educated individuals I know.
2: He's a when Renaissance he, man.
0: He he truly is, but he also has some of the weirdest hobbies.
2: Oh my gosh, ever!
0: And, and so I'm just curious. One to be lighthearted. Um, this is a two parter. What hobby? I mean, let's think about this. He bought a boat without you oh gosh, knowing. Thank you. Uh-huh.
1: Thank you so much for bringing that back. He We've
3: heard that story on the podcast before.
2: This <laughs> is not it's new. public
0: knowledge.
1: Yes, it's public knowledge, but we don't have to freaking bring it back up. Well, oh, uh, I, well, I need to bring to,
0: it back up every, like every couple of weeks. I just really to make look
1: sure forward to remember. arguing about this after <laughs> this recording is done. Can't really.
0: He also built a base on top of his car to be able to camp on top of. Mm-hmm. He also was just like, I don't know how he said it. It was probably something like, yo, Kimberly, I'm making a bookshelf that moves. Mm-hmm. So now you have to get through books to go wash your clothes. So he has all these these great ideas. He's, he's very good at what he does. What is the weirdest hobby or quirk or habit he's gotten into? And then which of, of the weird ones did you actually not mind where you're like, oh, well, I get to make out, you know, I I make out pretty well from this. I bet I know that. I bet I
1: know the answer to that one, Mm. but maybe not.
2: I kind of feel like they might be the same. So yeah, he does have a lot of weird hobbies. And, and when we met, he had all kinds of hobbies that like, I don't, I've never even seen him do. I mean, he has a snowboard. Like this man has not snowboarded and we've been together almost 11 years and he has not been on that snowboard. Did you get rid of it, or is it still in the garage? No, it's still on it's the still garage. On the garage. Yeah. you
0: should hang it. Just hang it. I, I hung up yeah. my longboard as a decoration. Yeah.
2: Um. He when I first met him when he was living in German Village, he had a climbing wall in his basement. Yep. Um. I, and the basement was like four feet tall. Yeah. It was this yep. slanted climbing wall with I all a, I mean nice pieces of I don't I know what you a actually bouldering call this wall. Yes. Thank you. Boulder. Wow. Um. It's so but, and we still have the, I don't know what you actually call those. Are they called boulders? The no, pieces
0: that you put? No, they're just like holds. Kind they're of finger holds. placings, right? Or yeah. Yeah. We
2: still have a bag of them that, you know, we could build a, a bouldering wall at some point.
1: We will it, build another one.
2: I'm going to come home one day and that's going to be in our living room. Yep. Um. <laughs> okay. But the first, the, the weirdest hobby that I think when he brought it to me, I was like, no way. This is no, not going to happen. And now it's my favorite. Um, he roasts the coffee. And wow. I was super annoyed by that for whatever reason, I love coffee. I drink coffee all day long. Um, but when he said I want to roast coffee, I was like, that just seems like a lot of work when I can go to the grocery store and buy coffee that's already roasted. I, I don't you don't need to roast coffee. And it makes a stinking mess. So he when he roasts it, the little chaff is that what it's called? Yeah chaff, the the
1: You really might listen to me when I talk. I do
2: listen to you, thank you. The skin that comes off... She
0: listens to you in person, just not recorded. Just not recorded.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So the skin that comes off the coffee, the chaff, it flies everywhere, and then it sticks to the cabinets because it's all this friction, and it just sticks on the cabinets, and it sticks on the counter and on the floor, and it's everywhere, and he does it in the house, and it drives me nuts. And then it sets the smoke alarms off, and then the nest is going... Uh, what, what does it say? It just changed recently. The nest says, the alarm will sound. The alarm is loud. And it's so annoying. You can't get it to turn off. And then the dogs are freaking out. And I'm freaking out. And I'm annoyed. And it's the worst and weirdest hobby ever. But his coffee is delicious. And when he roasts coffee, I get really excited. I'm angry in the moment that he's roasting it. <laughs> but after, when I get to enjoy it, it's amazing.
1: Yeah. And you got me a um, a cooler for it.
2: That will hopefully help with the chaff yeah. and the mess that it
1: makes.
0: It was For the away. coffee? What? Like, you You got like a little cooler for like the coffee, like the grounds like and stuff?
1: It, it cools the beans
0: when you're yeah. done mm. roasting it. See, and Matt so- doesn't
3: drink coffee, so he doesn't understand any of this. Oh I'm God. coming over to your house we for some Do need to get coffee. you one of those? No, I'm not as
0: intense as Sean. Have you done the uh, Lucky Dad, uh roast?
1: Um. Yeah, you... Gave it to me.
0: Right. But have you done it? Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I I think we're out. Like we went through it. Oh, wow. Nice. That's very good. Yeah. So, you know what I honestly thought you were going to say? What? Cocktails.
2: Oh, you mixing cocktails? Yeah. Well, I mean, so his other hobbies include, you know, collecting boatloads of booze that take up our entire basement, which also benefits me. I was just going to say, these both benefit you. So, they do. That's a win. I mean, I can't be too annoyed.
1: We have a better bar, uh, full service bar in our basement than most restaurants. So yeah, legit.
2: That's true.
1: All right. Um, you know what? My next question. He shifted his weight too. I'm, ner- I'm
3: nervous again. I gotta take a drink.
1: Um. Okay. So as Tuck grows, Mm -hmm. okay. What, um, actually we'll do, we'll, we'll, I'll do this in two parts. Um, what have you noticed or, uh, um, enjoyed watching sort of Matt change as becoming a dad? Like, do you, do, like, does that make sense? I don't yeah. know. Like, how
3: has he evolved? Yeah. Since becoming a dad? Yeah.
1: And, like, what parts of that have you enjoyed watching?
3: This is a great question. Like, I always, this sounds cliche, but I always knew you were going to be a great, fun dad, just because you have such a fun spirit and, like, liveliness to you but I don't know I I just I love observing you playing with him because it's kind of like nothing else in the world is going on right like Matt's really good at living in the moment and I'm I'm just not as good about that and so I love how when you're playing with him and you're playing with Shandy, our dog, like it's that is your focus, that's your sole focus, and you are just truly devoted to Tuck and to your time together. And I love watching you do that. Does that answer your question? Yeah. Yeah.
1: For sure. And then my the second part of this is of all of Matt's wonderful qualities, of which there are plenty. Um, thanks Sean. <laughs> what do you hope um Tuck um in what ways do you hope Tuck like uh becomes like Matt?
3: Yeah. Um Matt is really awesome at like giving back, helping the community, doing like serving our church and you know, through your job, you do a lot of that community, servant leadership, all of that. So I definitely hope that and I know that you will teach Tuck that aspect of giving back and, you know, the world doesn't revolve just around you. You know, there's other people that you can serve and help. So I think I think that's I think that's the biggest one.
0: Hmm. I I am. Um... I smile because that's a, a, a great question. And um, I have to tell you that the the epitome of me being shown through through Tuckerman happened tonight when I was changing his diaper and, and putting him into his PJs. I get in the habit now of asking Alexa to play real big fish. And he'll like, yeah, like he'll get real excited, make fists. <laughs> like he's like going to go like skanking and, you know, getting a mosh pit or something. And so we're, we're listening to real big fish beer and he's having fun. I lay him down and literally in in not even a 15 second difference, I have him stark naked on, on the changing table. And I have to say to him within like 10 seconds of one another, stop touching your penis. Get your hand out of your diaper. So he went from laying on his back with his hand. flip. <laughs> to- <laughs> flipped over on his stomach with his hand in the in the diaper genie and then I'm like, we just went in 30 seconds from yeah ska music just like daddy likes to stop touching yourself, get your hand out of your diaper. And then I was like, well, this is this is this is fatherhood. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I, I'm really
3: hope. glad I missed that. <laughs> I was like, how'd you move
0: so fast?
1: I can't wait. I mean, I can wait because there's lots of living that we have to do before them. But I sincerely hope that um, on Tuck's um, wedding day or rehearsal dinner, that that story that just this little episode just gets played. Just
0: <laughs> you should
3: just string together clips from the Dadass podcast. All or the, stories all that the you've stories told the
0: comments. Oh, that's funny. The, those were, those were deep questions that, that, yeah. was, that was, that was, that was nicely done. I, I want to flip, I want to flip though, the, the, um, the script here a little bit. And instead of asking Kimberly a question, I want to ask you, sir. Okay. A question. What is the, the best trait of Kimberly that has had the biggest impact on you?
3: That's a great question.
0: mm-hmm that just came to me. It was the lovers, lovers cove, or lover's what cove. was it? Yeah, yeah, lovers cove. Yeah, lovers cove. Um, let's see. El Zante, lover. <laughs> do, do, do you remember that from Last Man Standing?
3: Oh boy, yes.
2: Okay. okay.
0: He's <laughs> like. Lover, and they're like, Stop, it's creepy when you say it. It's
2: like, when you say, What is that? Di
0: Serrano,
2: he saw commercial one time and he thinks that that's how he has to say it. Yeah, word. it's
1: because that, that's the way the guy pronounces it, anyway. Um, honestly, yeah, I would say, um. You know, I've had some really um unfortunate things happen to me. I've fallen down stairs. I've um like big sets of stairs. I've um
2: had cancer had twice.
1: Cancer twice. I've had knee surgery twice. oral I,
2: surgery. Oral surgery all two sorts or three of, times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I would say that it's that you don't keep score, but apparently that <laughs> wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> um but her willingness to always take care of me. Mm, um,
2: that's sweet. That's what I'm here for.
1: Because um, Lord knows I'm not always the most easy individual to take care of. But,
2: no, um,
1: you know, I, I frequently find myself, I'm like the giver. I don't, I'm not usually comfortable with um, having someone else sort of take care of me. But mm. um, that would probably be the one thing that I'm most appreciative of um that and that she, she just hasn't killed me yet you know
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's like trust me i've <laughs> had my opportunities
1: yeah she watches some dark tv man if i am ever missing i'm i want you to know that it was probably her
2: like oh, she wow. watches
0: some dark tv
2: i do i'm one of those people i hate horror movies but i love the like weird trippy mind mess
0: yeah. well, those are scarier
2: yeah. What
1: did we just yeah. watch with Denzel Washington?
2: Oh, the it's on HBO Max. Um, The Little Things.
1: Yeah.
3: Oh, I haven't
2: heard of oh. that. Jared Leto, Denzel Washington. Creepy. Super yeah. creepy.
0: But she was like all about it. Oh wow. But, but think about, I mean, if you think about I, I do not like horror films. I don't I don't want to be startled. But those psycho thrillers, you're you're more likely to have a weirdo stalking your neighborhood than you are a ghost. You know, in your home now. Flip side of that, we're huge to tell the truth fans. And yesterday, uh, when we were watching, well, it was DVR. No, it was last night live. No, we watched it live. Um, they had ghost hunters on there, and the real ghost hunter was asked a question. Um, and you know the premise of the show, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So the two people that were were lying. We're picking like poltergeists and something else. But you
3: have to explain the question first. But, oh yeah, one I'm of the sorry. panelists asked the potential ghost hunters, "Which fictional ghost is the best representation of a real ghost, in your opinion?" Okay. Okay. Yeah. Continue. And, and
0: the and the woman yeah. who actually was the ghost hunter goes Casper.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like with, without even flin- flinching, she's like Casper, and we were like, "It's not her. It's not her." And, and then afterwards, when she shared, like, I am the ghost hunter, she goes, most ghosts are just spirits that have some kind of connection with where, where they're at, blah, blah, blah. And so that, like, going back to the whole psycho thriller and, and like, scary movies, horror movies, are you going to have some some demented person with a chainsaw chasing you in Appalachia? Or are you going to have something weird happen in your neighborhood that, you know, is more likely to happen? Like so, I'm 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 with with you with the psycho. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like. Would you say you live with one? No, (laughs) no.
2: No, You you remember? And it was, gosh, it was before we knew Sean had cancer again.
1: No, it was during. Was it during? Yeah.
2: Everything blurs together. I have no concept of time in the pandemic. Um, Yeah, we were woken up at like four in the morning by the police. Yeah. And they, there was
1: an incident. There was in an our
2: incident na- in our neighborhood. Oh yeah, yeah. They just died. To,
1: they wanted to see if our ring camera caught anything.
2: It, it didn't. Right? It didn't. Okay. It didn't. But yeah. But I like. Wow. Watching that kind of I was stuff.
1: instantly thinking. I, I was thinking about um, Dane Cook does a skit um, talking about car accidents and like how everyone comes outside and they're like, I was cleaning a dish and I heard a noise. <laughs> right. And so the cop's asking, and then he also talks about how everyone, no matter what time of year it is, everyone suddenly, like, gets cold, you know? They're Mm -hmm. like, (sighs) and, like, the police came to the door, and I wanted to just be like, I was cleaning a dish. (laughs) (laughs) Huh. I
0: appreciate the Dane Cook reference. <laughs> yeah, but I was right.
1: like, that guy looks like he is really serious. I don't want to mess with him. And then I was like, oh wow, someone actually died. <laughs>
3: and they rang the doorbell twice
1: at <laughs> yeah.
2: four
3: o'clock in the morning. Oh. Wait. So we now both of both of us yeah, as couples have-, have had murders in our neighborhood. Yeah. We in our old neighborhood, not our not our current While one. we were
0: trying to sell. While
3: we were trying to sell <laughs> our house, our last house. <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: Yeah, that's right. I forgot yeah. about that.
3: Wow! Yeah, it turned
1: out that it was like it wasn't anyone who lived in our neighbor. Na- the guy lived in our neighborhood, and it was like his like grandson or something. Oh, yeah,
3: it's too bad. It's crazy.
2: Yeah, it was
1: so it wasn't like a, a random crime, which made me feel at least better. But
2: it was the talk of the neighborhood for a yeah. solid forty eight hours.
1: Uh, yeah, but wow. we live in suburbia. Like that was the most exciting thing that's happened in a while. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So I guess I get a question now. I get to ask. a question based on the way we've been doing this
2: do i get to ask a question at any point
0: no (gasps) No. (laughs) actually (laughs) i was going to flip it even again and 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 put it onto you
2: okay we'll get but yes
0: sean you go well okay
2: wait but i have to think am i asking you a question or am i asking heather a question or asking who am i asking to
3: prepare
0: you you can ask whoever you want
2: yeah dealer's choice cool
0: yep
1: Um, yeah, go ahead, actually, if you've got a question. No, you go ahead. Um, my question for Matt is, how long did you know, or how long had you been with Heather before you figured out that this was going to be, like, a thing?
0: That's actually a very, um, funny, funny story, a short story. Um, we had been dating three months and my buddy pulled me aside while we were in the parking lot, leaving like a guy's night. And, um, he specifically just goes, um, are you still putting that one year rule out? I'll pause the story there. I always thought that I would date someone for a full year before I'd ever consider Proposing, and we were like three months in, and uh, bringing it back to the story. He goes, "Are you still going to wait a full year?" And then I kind of paused, and I was twenty nine at the time. He goes, "Because you're almost thirty, you should have your shit together," and and he goes, "If you know, you know at this time because we're not twenty anymore." And like from that moment on, um, I went to your dad not too long.
3: Yeah, we. I mean, we only dated for. He proposed on our five. five month anniversary dating anniversary so we only dated five months before engagement i feel like we knew
2: before matt did that he was gonna marry heather
1: oh for
3: sure. oh my gosh uh, were you, you telling everybody like everybody knew no,
1: I, now that you say that i actually genuinely remember we had a, conversation, a, about a conversation about it. conversation about because how long well ha- before matt ever did
2: because i mean we had known you we've known you how many years now because oh. we have been
1: well we've been married for seven eight this going on April. Eight. And we knew Matt before we got married.
2: We 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 met Matt when we right around the time we were getting married. So we were engaged, and then we got married. We've probably known you
1: for like nine ish years.
2: And I and I remember when you started dating, and we didn't meet you for a long time. No, no. I didn't. I didn't meet you till after we were engaged. But then
3: again, we had a short dating relationship
2: but I remember just the way that Matt all of a sudden was like the way he was busy and the way he would talk about you and the way, I mean, it was just, and I remember one day Sean and I looking at each other and saying, he's going to marry this girl. And it was early. I remember having that conversation.
1: Um, don't. Didn't you think their wedding was absolutely beautiful, Kimberly? Oh,
3: stop. I was. Oh, Sean, that's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> she had a work thing.
1: Oh, Yes.
3: <laughs> no, <laughs> I had a work thing.
1: No, you no. were out of the country.
2: Uh-uh. It's, no, she's Chicago. in Chicago. Yeah. See, Heather remembers. I know,
0: Sean. I, I, I forgot I for a Training. Thing. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: I'm having, mixing up weddings.
2: I know. I missed Madeline and Sarah's that's wedding because I was out I'm of the thinking country. Yeah. I'm just yeah. cooler than you are. It's yeah, okay.
1: It's fine. Um, memory serves me correctly, though. I did get a dance with Joe's mom.
0: <laughs>
3: I did not know that fact about our wedding, and I love it.
0: Oh, that makes it so much better. I'm going to put the wedding the wedding video on later to see if we see it. <laughs> so
1: thanks, Joe. Appreciate it.
0: I, I, I don't know how to go back. I don't know how to. Oh, yes. How we're did we away.
1: get here? I, asked me
2: John
3: stuff. asked a very heartfelt question, and then we just spiraled. And
0: now we're just thinking about Joe's mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting that in the teaser, too. Um, Kimberly, I want to put you semi on the spot because I already teed it up that I was going to ask you, because I think it's only fair to ask uh, have both of you ask a question. So this is dealer's choice here. This could be a question to Heather, to me, this could be to Sean, dealer's choice. Oh my gosh.
2: I was not prepared. I asked if I could ask a question and then I was not prepared for this.
0: Oh. Do
1: you want me to do what I do with the kids? What? Do you need some think time and I I'll come do? back to I you? I do, need
0: some think time. You know what? Then then you think about it. I'll flip it to to Heather then. Did you have something? I
3: have. I do have a question. This would be for Kimberly. So, but this doesn't give you the opportunity to think. But okay.
0: th-
3: I mean, this kind of kind of was addressed early. Like I addressed this earlier a little a little bit. But backstory. So I always joke that Matt has three has had three flaws, three big flaws. Okay, mm-hmm. you ready for this? Number one, he doesn't drink coffee. Huge flaw. That's weird. Number two. He's never read Harry Potter. Who is that? I can't believe I married him. And then the third flaw I can actually remove because it used to be that he didn't have an iPhone. Now, as of last fall, he joined the iPhone camp.
2: He does. I'm not going to lie. The first time I got a text and it was in blue, I got really excited. (laughs)
3: So, and then, I mean, I guess I also added earlier that he doesn't open his mail, but so Kimberly, my question to you is, and this is, you know, a more joking thing and a serious thing, but if you had to pick like one or two, like funny flaws about Sean. What would you pick?
1: None of my flaws are funny; they're all endearing. Done.
3: No, I want the funny okay. ones though.
2: I fixed some of his flaws. I'm not gonna lie. He didn't drink coffee either, and he didn't drink beer, and I fixed that.
3: No, this uh-huh. is shocking to me.
2: Yeah. yeah, shocking. He didn't drink either of those things, and I—I I, I mean, I fixed that. I taught him to love coffee, and I taught him to love beer, and now he drinks both. Um,
1: now, ironically, I probably know more about both of those subjects. For than
2: sure. He knows way more about both of those things than I do. Um, okay. So I already mentioned the whole, like, leaving his clothes all over yeah. the place. Um, that's a, we'll call it an endearing flaw, I guess. Endearing.
3: I like that. I like calling these endearing flaws because it they're is. not like negative.
2: No, but it, the only the only time that it's negative is when I've accidentally washed things that I shouldn't wash because he'll just throw his clothes everywhere. So oh I don't. Oh
1: my gosh. This morning she almost washed al- my <sighs> AirPods.
3: This is why we do our own laundry. I don't yeah. touch his. He doesn't touch mine. See,
1: all you have to do is check the pockets. It's not that hard. But
3: all you have to do is take it out of your pockets before you just
2: throw it everywhere. I
1: don't throw it everywhere. It just falls wherever oh, it, just it falls. Falls
2: wherever. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's one.
3: That's a good one.
2: What else? Hmm. I would say his other endearing flaw is that his organizational skills are a little lacking. And so the garage is like, it's his spot. He loves to woodwork. He loves to be out in the garage. He loves to do things, but he cannot organize it to save his soul. So he knows where the tape measure is or where the screwdriver is or, you know, but if I need the tape measure, I have no idea where the heck that is because it's just, tossed on the floor or in a drawer it's not organized and i want to go out there and organize it for him but i also don't want to like ruin the system he has going on i have no system he has
3: no but system. It's, no sean you do it's called organized chaos yes no no
1: i have no system i just have a useless memory oh,
3: yeah. i was trying to help you out
1: you no know, and the irony of all of this is that one of the major things i do within my job is help children develop organizational skills.
3: <laughs> it's because you do it so much at work that when you come home to your yeah. home life, you don't care about
1: it.
0: Yeah, that's actually course, very true. For the woodworking tools, cell phones, SD cards, you know, uh, a, f- a few things.
1: All of it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right now, he can blame it on chemo brain. That's okay, but yeah. but pretty... how long does that last?
1: Up I to mean, a year. Up
2: to a year. Oh, so, okay. Set your clocks. <laughs> We've,
3: we got, I will put. <laughs> got about eleven months left. <laughs>
0: Yep. Is this a normal year
1: or a COVID year? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's I like years a like 55 years.
0: That's oh. why we've been married for like 58 by now. I only signed on for a 50 year contract, too.
1: 50
3: yeah. year contract. Oh, boy. He told me that. He told me that from the beginning.
0: 50 what did years.
2: I tell
1: you from the beginning?
2: When Sean gave me my ring, he told me it was just a loaner. And then if I ever decided to leave oh. him, he'd take it back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> explicitly clear. It was not a gift. It's
3: not a gift. It's on it loan.
2: It was a
1: loner Cause I want that back. Cause I'll hawk it for a nice watch afterwards.
3: You mean you didn't pull like a, like, isn't the bachelor and bachelorette rule. Like you have to stay together for two years or Neil Lane gets your ring back. Like I think so. You should have put some kind of clause on it like that.
1: I did. And that was, I'm not giving up any t- <laughs> bit of time. The deal is if this goes South, I get it back. I bought it. It was not a gift. I learned all of these things from checking into divorce law before we got engaged. I want to make sure This is she how much aware. she loves me.
3: Thank God you're still together here.
1: Yeah. So if you say something's a gift, then it becomes hers and she can do what she wants with it. It's not a gift. It's a loner.
3: <laughs> okay. I, wow.
1: You know, just like they say at the wedding, it oh, is. Okay, hey, I thought of some other flaws sign. that you have.
0: <laughs> <And it>, oh, <laughs> well timed. <laughs>
2: Well, actually, actually, for real, I do have one other thing. <laughs> Thank you. <Keep laughs> you talking, welcome. bud? He leaves apple cores. Uh. Ew, Sean! <laughs> apple cores, orange peels, the little tops off of strawberries, the little half <gasps> strawberries have. He will just leave them on the counter or the like the kitchen table. Like,
0: it's gross. That's <laughs> disgusting. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, like, wait, wait. I have a clarifying question. <laughs> like, are you not, like, if you're, if you leave a strawberry top on the counter, were you not, <laughs> were you not eating one like in a bowl? Or no.
1: A plate? Well, my just... p- I puffed and pulled it out of the fridge. Yeah,
3: she just pulled it out of the fridge. <laughs> you pull a single strawberry. Yeah. I got to understand yeah, this. Yeah, he yeah, does it out it. of the yeah. fridge, yeah. bite it at the top off, and leave <laughs> it on the counter. It. Yeah you're apple cores, Nobody's perfect peels. heather okay yeah. <laughs> yeah you can't do that in my house clean counters all the way no
2: he just it's it's the funniest thing i just and and i just i find an apple core or an orange peel and i just i don't even say anything anymore i just pick it up and i put it in the trash it's just one of the things that i live That's with Gross, Kim- Kimberly, it doesn't even bother me anymore
0: I, i'm the opposite i cannot eat An apple. Well, now we cannot eat apples in this house because I offered, I read that dogs can eat apples because it's sweet, crunchy. They like it. It's low calorie, so it's a Mm -hmm. perfect snack. I go anywhere near where the apples are, Shandy's right at her feet. She could be upstairs in her bed. All of a sudden she's just like, Oh, they're by the apples. Mm -hmm. Then I gave Tuck just little nibbles when he was a baby, or we'd give him like the core to kind of suck on before he had teeth. Now, all of a sudden, he'll just wake up and be like, oh, apple time. It is not weird for me to be working at the dining room office table. And next thing I know, have two little little people and uh, just at my knees, like, right. all right, apple. give me the apple. I've had apples for a snack at home and not touched them because I have two other people eating it instead of me.
2: That's crazy. Mm-hmm.
0: But then, do you know what I do? Because I'm not an animal, I throw it away.
3: (laughs) Well played.
1: (laughs) Sorry. I mean, if you're going to have a flaw, I suppose the apple core isn't that bad.
0: I'll take Harry Potter. I just learned that there's seven of them.
2: I can't believe you've ever read Harry Potter. Yeah, we were. I have to share this. Well, when they came How out in high school, movie? I was
0: like doing like important things like working, playing sports, okay, and like, listen, trying to date girls. Listen,
3: Harry, we all know that ABC Family, or I think it's their free form now, literally has Harry Potter weekend every <laughs> oh, other God, weekend. The, the worst so, sweet thing I've ever done. So Matt, very kindly records several of the harry potter videos this is back in like november or december like four of them okay because they were all on on a harry potter weekend whatever so he tells me hey heather i recorded the harry potter movies so we can watch them and i said oh my gosh this is great i said did you get all all eight of them and he goes what there is eight. I only recorded four. So then I had to educate him that not only are there seven oh. books, book seven was split into two films. And now we're still missing the other four. We need to DVR the other four.
1: But- we need them on iTunes. Yeah. Maybe we'll just share them with you on iTunes. I
0: share them.
3: I, my brother has the DVDs too. We just need to
1: get
2: them. I like when the
0: series was four.
2: We watch them every Christmas. Mm-hmm. We sit down
3: and we watch all eight movies. So I have an idea. Next Christmas, let's we'll hold on, and then we just go to the Ditties and we watch them.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's do it, i mean,
3: in. Done. Also, there's a
2: blog that I love, and she has Harry Potter themed cocktails. So she yeah, has. Yeah, last
0: time we
1: watched Harry Potter, we, we I got a drank
2: drunk. like the Deathly Hallows and um, oh my Lord God. Voldemort. She's got all kinds of a Hermione Granger, and she describes the cocktail like the character or the movie or the golden oh, snitch or, Are about
0: the wizard
3: boy stop i have had butterbeer at uh harry potter world in <sighs> florida so I
2: that i got shauna harry potter nutcracker as his um you didn't die from your blood clot present
3: <laughs> <laughs> i am learning so much this evening <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah we love harry potter he's never read the books though but he's seen all the movies we listened to the first book together right or am i thinking of divergent
1: yeah, you're thinking of or
2: Hunger, than, the Hunger Games. We've Hunger listened Game. to the Hunger Games. Oh,
3: yeah. We did, We recently watched did a Hunger Games marathon. That stuff's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, we I we had seen them, but. Well, maybe when I read them to Tuck one day, you can just listen in, and then we'll mm-hmm. kill two birds with one
0: stone. Her oh, meeting that night. <laughs>
3: <Just gotta laughs> that to be it. a lot of nights worth of meetings.
1: <laughs> All right, do you have a question?
3: I got too busy talking,
2: and I didn't think of a question.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. i didn't get enough think time
1: now i really do feel like i'm at work
2: i know working with the tiny humans okay so i have a question for both of you because this is something this is like pandemic related um how and especially because you guys have a tiny human at home and we don't even have that how do you prioritize with not being able to go out in the way that we used to having like date nights and setting aside time to just be a couple together.
3: Um, we, so every, every Saturday, almost every Saturday we do our date night out in Matt called it where we'll go grab food, do takeout from a local restaurant. But with that, you know, we're very lucky right now. And that tech goes to bed at like seven o'clock. So, pretty much every evening after he goes to bed. And then especially on Saturdays when we have those date nights, we get that time together, um, which is good. Cause we'll just like, we've had some really good conversations over a bottle of wine and, you know, eventually watching a Hallmark movie or whatever. And and then even during the week, like we off, I found that recently we've been doing, like, we're spending time together, but doing our own thing, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. we'll put Pandora on the TV, we'll sit on the couch, and he'll be reading, and I'll be doing a crossword puzzle. I know that makes me sound like I'm 80, but it's fine. Um We do crossword puzzles. Oh, thank God. But, yeah, so, like, we, we spend that together time, even though we're not necessarily doing something together. So, that would mm-hmm. be my answer. Is that all appropriate.
0: No, it's, it's spot on. Uh, one of, one of my big goals prior to being a dad, uh, partially because it was something I felt inside, but also because I've seen others who have had kids that their whole life became about the kid and no longer about their partner. One of my goals was before I even became a dad was to still find ways to focus on her first. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the pandemic kind of ruined it. But my Christmas gift to her was that I had 12 weekends planned with, with childcare for a night or a weekend.
2: Oh, I didn't know this. Yeah. All all
0: Mm -hmm. of this stuff, because I wanted to make sure that we still were able to be Matt and Heather Mm -hmm. and not mom and dad Mm -hmm. 24 seven. Yeah. And um, then when the pandemic started, I wanted to still try and find a way. And I snuck in a couple. We we went to fake Disney and we did some other things. But working for the chamber, I also wanted to make sure that we were supporting um, the businesses that meant mm-hmm. the most to us. So that's when we really started doing a, a weekly um, date night in out. No, date night out in. Yeah, date night out in. Yeah,
3: but I think too, you know, we've, <clears throat> we've done a really good job at like spending time together. But I think part of... I think part of what we do well too is allowing ourselves time to be our, our own person too. Mm-hmm. So like before we do our date night out in on Saturday nights, you know, Matt will do his workout and his gym time in the morning. And then he lets me run in the afternoon. So we both kind of get that like off duty tuck time to like do be our, you know, be our own people and do our own thing. And then we can like come back together in the evening and like be a couple. And I think that's been like super healthy for us.
0: Mm-hmm. So. And our son goes to bed every night by seven. Seriously. Which I mean, it's been really godsend. great. Yeah. Um, I have lots more questions that I really want to ask you, Kimberly, but I know that we're, we're coming up on time. The one question, and, and I'd like to end on this one. Um, you are one of the, the strongest women that I know. Oh, thank you. Because you, one, are working with kids. You're also doing our community a service by keeping him in line. But outside of all the anxiety and stress that we all had to endure because of the pandemic, you also had to be the one for three months giving of yourself and time for this guy. And I just wanted to, one, say that you are unbelievably strong and amazing. But I wanted to know what, what, what kept you going? Because that was a lot of selfless acts of love and kindness.
2: I mean, it kept me going because I mean, it had to, like we, when we found out that he had cancer again, it was the most devastating thing that I had heard. I mean, and 2020 was awful. I mean, I thought it couldn't get any weirder or worse. And when he came home, cause he got the call in the car coming home and we were in separate cars. And when he came in the house, I knew something was wrong. And I knew something was wrong when he said, I need to get off the phone because I'm getting a call. I knew something was wrong. And when he sat me down and told me, I mean, it, it was devastating. So I think you you rally and there's not this, like he said earlier when he was joking-ish about keeping score. I mean we don't keep score. You just, you take care of each other. And I think I know that everything that I do for him, he would turn around and do for me and has done for me. And so that makes it, it just feels completely normal. Like there's, I don't know what else I would have done. Um, and I was fortunate that I could work from home while that was all going on. So I could keep him safe and me safe and take care of him, but also work and get my job done. Um, but he was really intentional throughout the whole thing of telling me that I needed to take care of myself. So I still woke up every morning and I lifted weights and did my spin stuff or would do yoga or whatever, um, for me to take care of myself and make sure that I was staying healthy, um, and taking my mind off of things. And, and just, I mean, he made sure to take care of me while I was taking care of him. And I think that's really important. Um, and, you know to now we just there are things that I just don't even think about like we don't talk about who's making dinner tonight I joked with him I cooked dinner and I said okay you're on kitchen cleanup and we I mean it's not about keeping score or you know holding each other to you know whatever they need to do next it's just it felt normal that that was just the way it was gonna go I don't know I don't know if that answered your question (laughs)
0: I think it did, and and you're you're just you're inspiring. So, oh, you. as an outsider looking in, um, very one of the strongest people I've I've seen this year. So,
2: we take care okay. of each other, and we I mean we couldn't have done it without all the friends and family that we have. I mean, very truly, like mm-hmm. we had so much food delivered to us, and people texting and checking in on both of us and making sure that we were okay. And
1: that includes the both of you.
2: Yeah. And uh, that was just completely invaluable. Like I can't even put a price on what that meant to us. Um, And it was, I I mean, I got to meet his nurse the day that he finished chemo. It was the first time I ever laid eyes on the nurse who took the most care of him. Mm. Um, And so I think about that every day and the James and how lucky we are that we live in Columbus. And I mean, every time we got there they would ask us how far away did you come from and we just feel so fortunate to say westerville actually like we're right here um but i'm grateful that he's That's a fighter awesome. and, and didn't give up or get too down about it and i mean because he's been dealt a crappy hand for sure nobody asked to have cancer twice or you know it just it happened and we dealt with it and we'll be stronger for it hmm even as his eyebrows are growing back.
0: <laughs> I hope they come back really like bushy, like that. Uh, what? Levy. Um,
3: Daniel Levy. Eugene.
0: Yeah, Eugene, Eugene and Daniel uh, Levy. Right? Not Levy. No,
3: yeah, I think it's Le- I it Levy, Levy, Levy. I don't know. Is it Levy? Levy. I don't
0: know. I hope they come um, back super bushy. Maybe even with the unibrow. I don't know. I hope. I hope all of a sudden you go from no hair to just your, your I- the brow.
2: Has he told you about the kiddos at school that drew on his hair and like <gasps> made yarn pictures and like pipe cleaners and things in it and reimagined what Mister Diddy's hair could look like?
0: I love um, that. That's awesome.
2: It's pretty special. Um, and I also we were joking with a colleague of mine tonight that he needs to just wear a different wig to work every week. Um,
0: can you do that? That'd be awesome.
2: Just, I, because the kids would just crack up. They would just absolutely mm-hmm. love it. But, but I mean. It you just you have to laugh. You either laugh or cry, and sometimes you cry and you laugh, and then you laugh and cry. So we're trying to do both.
1: Here, I'll I'll maybe Kimberly can hold it up to the.
2: Maybe you can post this.
3: (laughs) 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 That'd be awesome. Please please post. Can you see it?
0: Uh, Oh, not really. Send it to us later. We text it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's what we'll do.
0: Well, Sean, I gotta say this this I think ended up being a good episode. I was a little nervous having both. Uh, Heather and Kimberly on about what dirt could come up about us. <laughs> I don't think
3: we embarrassed you
0: that much. I mean, I, I did know. admit
2: that he leaves Apple course places. Oh, I didn't even get okay <laughs> no no no, no, one. Have no i have to no the, the last or- thing that i just have to say that is I in can't fair wait for this off. because his his friend zach will really appreciate this i i hope zach is oh listening oh
1: boy um, i know exactly what we're gonna spend the next five to seven minutes no discussing.
2: it'll be it'll be like two minutes um right before we started recording i commented on heather's post about tuck looking like a hipster <laughs> and i said all he needs is a pair of baby uggs and she said he has baby uggs and sean also has uggs sean is the only grown man that i know with a pair of uggs
1: also to be clear i don't have a pair I he have has two, two.
3: <gasps> um I support that sean he i really do oh,
1: I, wore, I wore a pair today out into the forest
2: <laughs> yep so Sean they're just so
1: comfy on your toesies
2: he just loves them he loves his Uggs and I just think it's hysterical and Zach and I pick on him quite a lot about his Tom Uggs Tom
1: Brady wears Uggs okay
2: you're not Tom Brady babe if you were Tom <laughs> Brady we would not
3: live in this condo in Westerville
1: you know what how many, how many Super Tom Bulls Tom do you have Giselle and I would love it so okay
3: you know, I needed another Valentine's idea for Matt, so... Maybe I, he needs a matching pair of he Uggs. He might need a matching pair of Uggs. Sean, please okay. send me the color have, and want, style
0: I want of yours. all of Harry Potter on VHS.
3: <laughs> I have that <laughs> from back in the day. Well, not all of them, but I mean, I probably have the first few.
1: Okay, here's the truth. I don't love you enough to buy you Uggs, but I might buy you a pair of Walmart Bear Paw knockoffs.
3: That's even What back. a nice friend you have.
0: Mm-hmm. You have to wear those in the woods. Well, then
3: you can match Tuck. Yeah. I'm. I We bought Tuck baby Uggs for his first birthday present. I was like, this kid doesn't need any more toys. He's getting enough. So she did.
0: We yeah. We bought him Uggs. I didn't. She did. And
3: who? And everybody comments on how cute they are Listen, when we go to I'm school. I'm going to end this here because, take care. Oh,
0: because, Sean, your list is getting bigger. <laughs> And now now all of a sudden I'm a bad human being for not having Uggs. Or watching Harry Potter. Or watching Harry Potter. So my list is getting going to get bigger, too. I feel
1: like we need to just cut this and call this a <laughs> night.
0: I, I think we do. I think we need to say thank you, Kimberly. Thank you, Heather, for coming on the podcast. Thank you for everyone listening, wherever you're listening. Please be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and MySpace. And until next time, stay strong, dadass.